another thing and another thing and another thing and another thing welcome to another episode of and another thing the most electrifying podcast in the world of course i was just paying homage to the rock if you're a wwe fan i think it's 25 years since the rock uh dwayne johnson made his debut is that right yeah 25 years i just saw him in uh, that netflix uh, film red notice yeah i'm gonna skip that one no it's good Okay. Ryan Reynolds and uh, Gal Gadot's in it, and it's the most downloaded Netflix movie in the least amount of time in the history of Netflix. Hmm. My name is Jody Jenkins. My name is The Rock. No, I'm Tony Clement. <laughs> and, of course, this episode is brought to you by our founding and supporting, supportive <laughs> sponsor, founding uh, the Municipal, Municipal Solutions, <laughs> the team at Municipal Solutions, John Mutton and the crew. And, of course, we wouldn't be able to do this program without their support. And, Tony, I know you've got uh, a little bit more detail to add to that. Yeah, no, we really appreciate John Mutton's and uh, Municipal Solutions' support for our podcast. They've been there almost from the very beginning, uh, I'd have to say. But uh, what they offer uh, our uh, listeners uh, are development services and project management skills, So if you have a development approval that you need or if you need a permit that needs expediting, or if you have planning services with municipalities that need to be done, engineering services, architectural services, if you have a minor variance or a land severance, or if you need a plain old building permit, please go to municipalsolutions.ca. And as always, you can find uh, all the links to our supporters at our website and another thing podcast.ca. And I should mention too, looneypolitics.com. Uh, they have exclusive content, including episodes of our show that you cannot hear anywhere else without being a subscriber. Use the code podcast to get 50% off an annual subscription. And I can tell you this, there is a new show that just launched uh, probably last week or very yeah. recently. But uh, go check it out at looneypolitics.com. So it's a, it's a good one. As the young kids would say, it's a banger. It's a banger. Do they still say that? I don't know. <laughs> the young, you know, those young kids. Oh, yeah, the young their, folk. <laughs> switch their slang all the time. Just speaking of young kids, just uh, to spend a little time on what you've been doing lately, you went to the place that the young kids called the Elmo. Yeah. Yeah. Is I that what the young kids call it? I, I I think the old kids call it the Elmo. I don't know what the okay. young kids call it, uh, but I was at the Elma Combo. Uh, it's obviously open again, and it is totally refurbished, uh, courtesy of Mike Weckerly, who's the owner, and put $30 million in to make it just an outstanding uh, venue as well as a recording space. And uh, there was a little bit of nostalgia going on because it was the 40th anniversary of the synth pop 80s band spoons or the spoons they're they're actually technically spoons and uh they were celebrating their 40th anniversary at the elmo they had an album release party and the proceeds went to ronald mcdonald house so it all went to a good cause so i was uh, getting my 80s vibe on again and uh, had a had a great time and you you did the upgrade you paid the 
to do the VIP experience. Is that yeah, right? Meet and greet. And uh, we, we got to see their sound check. Uh, and just sort of hang out. And there was a bunch of other um, uh, performers there because uh, they, on this new album they have, it's basically, uh, uh, some of the album at least, is covers of, you know, their great hits like uh, Arias and Symphonies, Nova Heart, uh, you know, those kinds of things. And uh, so some of the some of the singers, I think the guy from Strange Advance was there, and Clive from When in Rome, uh, and so they they actually went on the stage and and did did some tunes as well. So that was kind of cool. Holy smokes! I I apologize because I have no idea those bands that you're talking about. <laughs> well, Clive and I got along famously in the meet and greet because he's from Manchester and I'm from Manchester, and uh, uh, so I've got a I've got a new friend in Clive anyway. And did the VIP allow you to meet with Weck or was he there? Yeah, Weck was there. Yeah, he was there. I, I, I chatted with him a couple times. He went on stage to introduce the band. Um, there's a guy, a promoter, I can't remember his name, who was also on stage. And uh, listeners should know that he is planning a whole bunch of 80s bands from that new wave era uh, coming into, I, I guess, uh, I would I presume the Elma Combo. Uh, so bands like uh, uh, ABC and uh, what you know, I don't know whether Psychedelic Furs was, was was amongst them, but there's a bunch of them that he's he's already he's already nailed down uh, to uh, to do uh, concerts throughout the uh, the next year. So there's gonna be a lot of '80s vibe. I think the '80s are kind of back a little bit, aren't they? Are they back? I don't know. I think. I don't know. What about the box? Would they be there? I don't know about the box. I remember the box. That was one of the first CDs that I bought. Oh, come on. Yeah. What? The first CD was the box. I think it was. It was the first or second CD that I bought was, I think, my first CD that I bought because, obviously, I changed formats, right? So it was not an LP. I bought a CD. I think it was Edie Brickell and New Bohemians was my first CD, and maybe the box was the second one. Edie Brickell. I'm not aware of too many things. <laughs> you did a good job um, there. <laughs> what was the first uh, record, vinyl, you bought? I think... I, I got to think back. I, I, I'm thinking... In the Mood by Glenn Miller? Or? No, no, no. Like, I think it was the Partridge Family when I was like eight years old or something. Jeez. Okay, <laughs> did, you, did you buy the Partridge Family there, Jody? No, no, I did not. My first... I I I I can't remember the first one, but my first three albums that I ever remember owning as a kid that I actually bought with my own money was Thriller, right? Um, Pile Driver, which was the wrestling album, which was huge amongst kids back then, and Lionel Richie, Dancing on the Ceiling. Ooh, Lionel Richie! Yeah, wow, what a smooth. I was a big operator. Lionel Richie fan. Um, what was the first uh, you know rock show that you went to? I'm not into concerts, but the first rock show, um, I don't even know. Because, I mean, I think I've said this before on the show. As a as a broadcaster, I used to intro a lot of bands. Right. So, to be honest, I've never, I've never bought tickets. Well, I shouldn't say that. I've only bought tickets for one concert ever, and that was Brad Paisley in Ottawa. And then you were giving me the gears for buying tickets for the Spoons. Brad Paisley is not. Are you kidding me right now? You were on on Saturday night. You were no, no, no. Okay, but 
there's a massive difference between Brad Paisley and the Spoons. <laughs> Brad Paisley is like one of the greatest country acts of all time. Oh, is he? Yes. I never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard of him. But a, but a rock show, I've never bought a tickets. I, I've introduced lots. I think I've said before, like Collective Soul, The Trues, Headley. Um, who else? Northern Pikes. Um, uh, what's the group they're called? This was there not Wild Strawberries? Was there Wild Strawberries? There was Strawberry Alarm Clock. No, yes, yes, I, I introduced <laughs> you Strawberry Alarm you Clock. Three years old. Yeah, no. Wild Wild Strawberries. I, no, what the heck were they called? There's the Strobs. No. Anyway, I've done some. I've introduced some big bands and some big shows, and uh, had a lot of fun doing that. Oh. um Oh my gosh, I can't even. Bedouin Sound Clash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of. Uh, when I was at K Rock 1057 in Kingston, they had a lot of bands come through the doors there. So I was able to interview a lot of it. Like, I was actually, I was reminiscing the other night about all the bands I got to interview, even like some of the, I don't know, like, remember, uh, well, Tara Sloan's now on TV on Hockey Night, but right. she used to be in a band called Joy Drop, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, remember a band called Stabilo? No. No. Uh, you remember Big Wreck? Yeah, yeah. I, I saw them at the Elmo back in September. Yeah. Sam Roberts, like all these, like, so anyway, at K-Rock, they had bands coming through. Moist. Oh, yeah. Moist. I saw them at the uh, Molson Amphitheater. Yeah. See, so the difference is between you and me is I, I never paid for tickets. <laughs> you never you paid, probably for paid for a lot of tickets. Yeah. Well, my first uh, rock and roll show was in 1972, so I was 11 years old, and it was uh, the Guess Who. So I feel pretty. I wasn't good even that. a twinkle in my dad's eye at that point. Yeah, but it was uh, that. If that's going to be the first show, I thought that was a pretty good one. You all these Canadian bands, eh? That's all yeah. you like. Yeah, they were they were rocking out at CNE Stadium, and I I I remember talking to Randy Bachman about it one day, and and saying, you know, that was my first show, and it, it was 1972, and they had a, a their backdrop was a huge Canadian flag, and he 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 remembered that. He he thought that was yeah that that's that's something that stuck in his mind too. I think one of my favorite Canadian rock band rockers or rock bands of all time would be I Mother Earth or Our Lady Peace. Those would be my favorites. Yeah, well, Our Lady Peace was the band that relaunched the Alma Combo a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So they Good were... Lord, are you, are you working for them or something? No, yeah, it sounds like, like it. Maybe we should get them as a sponsor. <laughs> and I thought you were supposed to, did you push our podcast on Weckerly? You were supposed to get him on the show. Oh, I can do that anytime. That's no problem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Tony Clement. Yeah, yeah. I can no, do no. that anytime. But it was funny. I was with a guy, uh, a friend of mine from university and politics days, and he had gone to uh, the Alma Combo when he was 17 years old. And that was his first time. And uh, somehow they let him in because it, it's licensed. But And he had his first uh, alcoholic drink when he was 17 at the Elma Combo, which was a, I think it was a double rye and ginger because that was what the guy at the next table had ordered. But oh, he, he saw the Ramones twice, like uh, one day and then the next day. He saw Elvis Costello there. He saw Lou Reed there. So, when you know, that's that's pretty special when you can see those acts at the Elma Combo. I saw your pictures on Instagram of you with the band, the spoons or the spoons or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have to ask this question. How much longer, like how much longer are you going to grow your hair? Like how long are you going to let it get? Well, I'm uh, one person called me an aging hipster, which I, uh, you know, when, when you look at all the thing, all the names I've been called, it isn't so bad. So 
<laughs> and I, uh, the thing is, I, I'm, I hope my current uh, stylist is not listening, but I, I want to go back to, to Johnny Awesome again, who had, okay. who had, remember, he was a former guest. Yes. He and his wife, Alyssa, had moved to the Netherlands uh, to start their own coffee shop and uh, barber shop in, in, in Holland. Oh yes, and their and own coffee shop. And co- coffee shop, <laughs> and uh, anyway, that didn't work out. So they're back in Aurelia, and uh, so I'm just getting, I'm just waiting for them to get settled a bit, and then I'll. Johnny's going to help me out, I'm sure. So don't worry, Jody. You didn't answer the question though. Like, are you gonna, are you gonna let it get a little longer? Are you gonna like go when you go to Johnny Awesome or whatever? Are you gonna get it trimmed up? You know, short on the sides, long on the top. What? Well, I, I. Well, what do you think I should do? I think you should go back to uh, political leadership, Tony. No, I don't like that. Nice tight quaff. That's not who you are, eh? Well, I just, uh, you know, I I kind of like having longer hair right now. I know you can still have the burns like this. Do you like the classic Beatles? Remember they had this short hair, but those massive sideburns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lynn doesn't like the sideburns as much. So oh, you should grow the sideburns like as long as those uh, the. What are they? The dwarfs in like the Hobbit movies. Where, like, <laughs> but I, did, them... I had long sideburns, and then people were going crazy over that too. So <laughs> were they? Were they calling you a dwarf? No, uh, no. But uh, the, what I've been getting, uh, I had a couple of comments uh, on the Twitter machine about my longish hair. One was that I was an aging hipster. The other one was that I was a foppish dandy. Oh yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. So J.R. Yeah. Tolkien called. They want their extras back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. But uh, um, yeah, so I, I did that, and I as as we were mentioning off air, I was at the Montreal Canadiens game at the Bell Center. Yeah. Last week uh, with my son and with uh, Christian Padadi and his son. So it's nice to be in a venue with seventeen thousand other people. So that was uh, that was nice. And to you do. drive right by my house, and you don't even stop or nothing. I, I did wave. I did wave. Oh yeah. Well, that doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's called rejection. Yeah, uh, well, I was on a mission to get to uh, Montreal, check into the hotel, have some dinner, and then go to the game, which we all accomplished. And uh, I think I mentioned to you that uh, they take their mask mandates very seriously yes. in the Bell Center, where yes. they've hired people to go up and down the aisles and tap you on the shoulder if your mask is a little bit too low or if you're not eating and drinking. Uh, so uh, I, I thought the compliance was very, was very high at the Bell Center, actually. And indeed, and indeed, it should be. I'm sick of these selfish, selfish, self-righteous people who don't want to wear their masks. <laughs> I'm done yeah. with it. Yeah, you're... I'm done with it. Stay home if you don't want to do that. Tell we us need Ben you... Bankus on again, by the way. Yeah, we do, actually. Yeah. I was just channeling my inner Ben Bankus. Yeah, I know. I know. But he, he does it with the Teresa Tam accent. That's the yes, best part. So I don't have, I don't do the, the Teresa Tam accent. But uh, one thing I did want to bring up, too. Um, while we're chatting, is just your thoughts on the new self-proclaimed childcare premier, Jason Kenney. Yeah. He just signed a deal with the feds to provide $10 a day childcare. And, of course, it, very quickly, if not, it, it wasn't long before we heard from Stephen Lecce of the provincial Ontario provincial government, uh, of course, the education minister, saying that a deal for Ontario would actually be shortchanging the province. But were you um, were you surprised that Kenny did that deal? And do you think it has anything to do with his yeah. approval rating these days? I, I'm I, I'm expecting it 
that does have something to do with that. I, I, it wasn't on my radars, radar screen that they were in the midst of negotiating that. But when the announcement was made, uh, it kind of made sense that he needed some, quote, good news, end quote, uh, and uh, to show that uh, he was acting to get some money into Alberta coffers for something that people care about. So uh, it, it kind of made sense after I heard the announcement. Yeah, it was. It took me by surprise, to be honest, because like you, I did. It wasn't on my radar. I didn't even know the discussions were going on. And to be honest, I would have put Alberta as one of the, you know, if if all the provinces were falling in line like dominoes dropping, I would have put Alberta as one of the last ones to kind of topple. Right, well, the second last. So yeah, there's one to go. So it's kind of like I, when I heard that today, I was like, "What?" It just came out of nowhere. But then I was like, uh, yeah, that's that's a political move for yeah. sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so it'll be... Yeah, uh, because, look, uh, the, the guys, uh, obviously, uh, COVID hasn't... Uh, I'm looking at COVID from a political point of view for this comment, but uh, it hasn't treated him well. No. And, uh, and uh, I think uh, he, he's kind of the, the man in the middle. There's people, you know, in the uh, who don't like any mandates who are upset with him. And there are people that want stricter mandates who didn't like how he tried to straddle the line. So it's a tough position for him to be in. Do you see Doug Ford and his government making the move or making the deal with the the feds on that childcare deal? Or are they kind of setting the table to do their own thing? Yeah. I think that with the election coming up in Ontario in June, I think that they'll want to do a sort of a made in Ontario approach perhaps. And uh, because the the minute you take the federal money, you know, basically everyone applauds the federal government uh, for their largesse. So I think that um, I don't think that that's what uh, Doug Ford wants to happen when he's running for reelection. So I think everything right now, from now until June, it's everything is through the prism of the June election. They're nominating their candidates. They're. Uh, they're setting the table with some policy announcements. Uh, so, yeah, that's I, I noticed that uh, Stephen Lecce, once again, uh, we're talking about him, but uh, he got rid of the, um, the streaming for, um, I guess, grade nines, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, you know, things like that. They're sort of knocking off the agenda to make sure that they're, they're in place in time for the election. So that's where we are in the election cycle in Ontario. Yeah, and I don't want to, I can't confirm this. And of course, I do have, you have sources, I have sources. We have people deep inside, uh, not only Parliament Hill in Ottawa, but also uh, Queen's Park in Toronto. And my sources are telling me that they are probably shifting some of the messaging from a previous policy uh, for the childcare announcement. And of course, what was once known as Buck a beer will now be Buck a kid. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, you know, with three kids. I, how can you argue with that? That's three bucks a day. I, there I can't. You go. Yeah, I can't argue with that. So another promise kept there. You know, uh, Buck a beer, Buck a kid. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw what they did with the minimum wage, right? Yeah, they added a buck or something. Yeah, they? <laughs> they did. <laughs> so <laughs> here a buck, there a buck, everywhere a buck, buck. Oh, um, it's election time. What can I tell you? <laughs> I could just actually, I'm just visualizing him swaggering up to the podium and going, my friends, you're each going to get a buck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you get a buck. You get a buck. 
And but it, it really you're caught, all getting a buck. <laughs> it caught uh, the liberals really flat-footed because uh, they didn't they didn't see that coming, and uh, so they're trying they're struggling to find ways to criticize Ford for that. And, but on the other hand, a lot of small businesses are upset by the announcement. So there you go. Yeah, he was. Uh, it, it, look, I I don't. I mean, I can't see how well, we've talked about this ad nauseum. I think as well, but I can't see how the PCs lose the next election. Of course, anything can happen. Yep. It's a lot of time. But I mean, based on the landscape today, I mean, I'm sorry, Andrea Horvath of the NDP, not 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 going to do it. And Del Duca for the Liberals is probably is just a, a not leadership material in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, he, so. he's part of his platform is going to a four day week work week. <laughs> Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. It's just I just and don't get me wrong, I've seen I still cringe watching Doug in in Queen in a question period. Like I I you know, I hate to say it, I think he may have gotten worse with delivering <laughs> questions and answers. Yeah, I know. I mean, he's still really he's still like folksy and down to earth and I just, I think that wins him a lot of points and I think he's at his best when he's like, you know, walking along the streets in a, in a small town and and meeting people. I think that's what helps him huge, but it's like he's still nervous when the cameras are on him, and he's got to deliver these. Yeah, big he's messages. not he's not polished. That's but that, that's no. part of the charm, right? That's that is the yes, charm. Yeah, yes. So we're gonna you get consider Dave yourself Dave polished, show, Tony. We? Were you polished? I, I was more polished than that. <laughs> but we're gonna get uh, Dave Pacini on the show, aren't we? Speaking of polished, holy smokes, Pacini. His his hair doesn't even look real these days. Environment Minister Dave Pacini is going to come on our show. He was at the COP26 conference in Glasgow, and we're going to get his thoughts. Uh, we're just trying to arrange that right now, so we're quite excited I think about he's, that. I'm pretty sure. Is he engaged? I think he's engaged. Isn't he? Uh, possibly. I don't know. I think he's engaged. Okay. If he's listening to this and, he, and we're wrong, tell us. But yeah, tell, tell us we're wrong. The, I, I, think he, I think he's engaged. I think he has a significant other, which is great. Um, but if he wasn't with anyone, like he is the epitome of like what the bachelor would be like, right. For like Queens park or provincial. Government. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. David Piccini. And he's just walking out with a rose, a single rose. <laughs> this rose is for you. So. Well, I'd be very interested to know what his thoughts are. And I hope he is uh, open and honest with us, uh, about cop 26 and what he saw there and what he concluded there. And, uh, it's now being termed, uh, sort of a half measures kind of conference. Although I, I gotta say some of the things that China was saying, I kind of agreed with. So <laughs> there you go. There's yeah, saying, Look, folks like let's walk before we run here, uh, you know, <laughs> we, and I thought that that was very sensible of them. But of course, you know, everybody who goes to that is uh, a radical environmentalist and uh, doesn't want to hear that. Well, we'll have to see what uh, what comes of uh, our request to get Mr. Piccini on. So I'm he, said, he said yes. We just, we just no, I know that. Nail down a time. Uh, he said yes to me on a lot of things, Tony. But... Oh, oh, ooh. Okay. And usually he delivers. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I actually sent, so I sent him a text today and uh, it was funny. I sent him a text just saying, hey man, when can you come on the show again? And I sent him a meme of Greta Thunberg saying, Greta is not amused. <laughs> <laughs> you, so you, you know, your, your, know your life is complete when you're a meme, I guess. Is that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Greta. Um, uh, one final thing I wanted to mention. Yes. 
uh, before we kind of wrap it up here is I had an idea for the show and we got to get, we got to get some of our MP friends if we have any anymore. Cause I think we're making more enemies than we are friends these days, but, uh-huh. um, is we got to get our show mentioned in like any of the member statements or <laughs> questions in, uh, in parliament during a question period so we can get enhanced. Oh, so then we can say we're the only political podcast that's ever been been mentioned in in parliament. <laughs> yeah. That's a great idea. And of course, most people are going, well, not people who listen to the show wouldn't, but a lot of people would say what's answered. Yeah. So yeah. what is answered, Tony? It's the historical record of debates and statements in in the house or legislature. How many times are you enhanced, do you know? No, I have no idea. Probably a lot. Probably a lot, yeah. You know, that's something they can't take away from you, Tony. Well, there, there you go. There, uh, until we get to the zombie apocalypse when they're using the pages of Hansard for toilet paper. So if you had to pick one MP, any party, that gives us our best shot of sliding or mentioning our podcast into something they say in Parliament, who would it be? Um, I don't know. I, would, it, would it be Daryl Cramp or would it be... Well, Daryl's... You're talking about provincial. I'm talking about federal. Oh, but. federal. Yes. Uh, not Mark Gerritsen. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> so, well, it have to have to be one of the newbies who hasn't figured out things yet. So that, yeah. So who could we get? Like maybe Dan Muse because we had him on recently on the Looney. Yeah, Dan, show. I feel like Dan. Uh, no, but he's been around. He knows. Oh, he's he's, he's been around. That's right. Maybe maybe so you said Daryl Cramp. Maybe Shelby Cramp. Maybe Shelby. Yeah. Shelby Cramp Nyman, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, the idea is to get someone who's so naive that they don't realize that this is re- quite an imposition. I should mention, too, speaking of Daryl, because you did bring it up, Daryl has been battling some health issues. Uh, it was nice to see Shelby's daughter posted some pictures of uh, herself and Daryl, her dad, at the Cenotaph uh, on Remembrance Day uh, in their community, which was nice to see. Um, Daryl is looking a lot better. He's got, you know, it's a long road ahead, but... We certainly wish him all the best and very cool to have your dad as the MPP for Hastings, Lennox and Addington and your daughter is the MP for Hastings, Lennox and Addington. Yeah. That's, that yeah. doesn't happen a lot. No, it doesn't. And and uh, he must be very proud, of course, of his daughter. And uh, I, I think he's I think he's beaming. I don't know what his plan is moving forward. I'm yeah. guessing he won't run again provincially, but I think it's almost like everything's come full circle for him. And now that she's an elected official, he's you can just tell that. You know he's pretty he's pretty happy and proud of her and and she's pretty excited too. So it's uh, I just wanted to give Daryl and the family all our best and well we certainly uh, we certainly think of him as a friend of the show and uh, we we do wish him the best for sure. All right, thanks again to MNC Podcasts and uh, their support of our our show and their belief in us. Uh, Jordan and the team they're doing an amazing job with their network of shows and and we continue to be the flagship. <laughs> Jordan's listening to this, shaking his head, going, no, you aren't. I know. No, no, come on. <laughs> and, of course, thanks to John and the team at Municipal Solutions, who, by the way, his daughter just won a big title. Why didn't we in... talk about that? Yeah, Janine won the big Brazilian world title Yeah, for her martial arts, which is great. So congratulations to her. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so that, and I think her... Husband was a winner too, right? I, I, there was a guy next to her. I, I guess it's her husband. I don't know. I'm pretty sure John had posted congrats to my daughter and her husband. So. Okay, perfect. perfect. But I, again, uh, 
Steve Pakin will correct us. If yeah, we're no, wrong. Steve, Steve already, he, Steve, is, we haven't even uh, dropped the show and he's already looking at it. Well, I was going to say, we, this is a great way to test if they, he actually listens through to the end of the show. Exactly. We could yeah. go, hey, Steve, text us something about this show so we know you listen. <laughs> And Robert Benzi, by the way. And Robert Benzi. They're, you know, these guys in the in, in traditional journalism, they're 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 picking the nits, but that, that's good. And also loonypolitics.com, your home for exclusive content, including our program with episodes you will not hear anywhere else. Use the code podcast to get 50% off an annual subscription simply by going to loonypolitics.com. And these banter episodes we've been doing, we've been getting a lot of great response to them. People Love to hear us go back and forth, but we have some guests coming up because, quite frankly, Tony and I don't like talking to each other this long, this many times in a month. <laughs> Aww. Why? No, That's no. you. You told me that. No, no, no. It's <laughs> it's it's all good, but uh, we do want to have some guests on, and uh, it was just a, a timing issue for this particular podcast, but we will get uh, back to some guests and some banter, uh, as is our usual course. All right, Tony, we'll do this again in seven days. Yep.